Super Talk Mississippi media production. In the Mississippi Legislature, Senate Bill 2145 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop Senate Bill 2145. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you guys are with me. Here it is. Uh, the the reaction to Ole Miss's dominance over Arkansas in their second game of the College World Series, putting them in the driver's seat with a basically intact bullpen waiting for the winner of Auburn and Arkansas on Wednesday. So that's what today is. That It, it is your live instant reaction to that win. The dominating performance last night. Ole Miss's offense was exceptional. Hunter Elliott, very, very, very good despite a couple of things working against him. And Ole Miss is in the driver's seat. So that is what we're talking about today right here on the podcast that is brought to you by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue. If you're cooking with meat, if you are not getting in the car and going to Omaha, if you're staying behind, regrettably staying behind, you're going to want to cook with meat when you watch these games on Wednesday. And if they happen to win on Wednesday over the weekend, you're going to want to cook with meat. And LB's in Oxford is the best place uh, to get your meat. Tell Greg when you go or the good people there that I sent you. They also have lunch specials Monday through Friday, so uh, they can do the cooking for you during lunchtime. But best place in the state to get your meat just across from Kroger on University is LB's as well as Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology, any technology in the office, and you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, absms.com is the website. They've got you covered. Anything from copyright printers to, to mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, whatever it is. If it's tech and in, in it's in the office and you and your company need it, absms.com. When you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll come out, look at it, assess it for you, and give you a quote absolutely free to you. Also, don't forget before we get into the actual content of the podcast today uh, to subscribe to this one wherever you get them subscribe to this podcast uh, just search rebel report in your favorite podcast app rebel report in your favorite podcast app subscribe there so you don't have to wait till you see it on the web it'll just auto populate to your phone every day and if you feel like it leave a rating and a review so here it is now instant reaction live reaction whatever you want to call it immediately after the game ended old miss dominating and that's the word to use dominating arkansas in omaha on monday night here you go all right everybody welcome in i'm gonna be a little bit quieter just bear with me i'm gonna be a little bit quieter a little guy is sleeping in the room next to me i can be quite loud uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna be my, my tone's gonna be a little low but really glad that you are with me old miss just finished a domination a domination of Arkansas just happened. A complete and total domination of Arkansas. Especially, and it comes on a night where Ole Miss didn't play clean defensively early and gave up a couple of runs that should have never happened. And they still absolutely flat out, start to finish, dominated Arkansas. One of the hottest teams in the country going into this game. It's a lineup that scored 17 runs in the game before this one against what is supposed to be a very good Stanford pitching staff. 
Arkansas owned them a couple of days ago. Not tonight. Ole Miss is the dominator. They get a thirteen to again thirteen to five win over the Razorbacks. My name is Michael Borky. I am so glad that you guys are with me late, late on this Monday night. Uh, while you're here, uh, don't forget to follow, like, or subscribe. So follow on Twitter. We are live on Sports Talk Mississippi's Twitter right now. If you don't follow the radio show on Twitter, uh, please do it. Sports Talk Miss is the handle. Follow me on Facebook or YouTube. YouTube, Michael Borky, and subscribe if you haven't already and like the video as well. Give me one second. Let me get this out there, and we will get started. Um, What is blowing my mind is not just that they've won these games in the postseason. It's how um, they're destroying people. They dominated Southern Miss, completely owned them. The Auburn game wasn't close the other night. It was 13-3 to going into an inconsequential ninth inning with a late two-run home run with one out in the ninth. It's not that they're winning these games. It's that they are in complete and total dominating control. I am honestly mind-blown, not that they're winning, talented team, all that stuff, it's how they're winning. I mean, think about how Arkansas was coming into this game tonight and what they were tonight or going into tonight and what Ole Miss made them look like. Think about what Southern Miss was going into that regional and what Ole Miss made them look like, what Dylan DeLucia made Auburn look like. It's not that they're winning. It's not that they're comfortable. It's not that they're playing well. They are, forgive my language, everybody, earmuffs for the little ones. They're kicking everybody's ass right now. And that is uh, this kind of domination so far in the postseason is not something that that I expected at all. Not something that I expected uh, at all. So I'll read a few of your comments first, and then I'll get into a little bit of a, a spiel about Hunter Elliott and, and some other thoughts, and then we'll get right back to your comments. Anthony says, Coach is pushing the right buttons, putting in Wood and Harris. That was a very, very good call on his part. Uh, Harris plays the rest of games. Yeah, he, he shouldn't come out uh, again, no matter what the matchup is. T says, well, Hunter Elliott wanted less pig sueys, and he got it. Yeah, that uh, a totally innocent, perfectly fine comment about that got turned into something and and look at what uh, what happened joey says the last team in and the only undefeated team left which underscores the point right um and back to what i was saying to open you know this is a team that that should have looked like this all season but what does that matter now they look like it now this was the this was the team more specifically this was the offense that they were always supposed to be this is the the team that you expected to see and now in the postseason they're playing like it Ole Miss has peaked at the absolute perfect time and peaked isn't even really a good enough word to describe how well they're playing right now and we'll see if it carries over but uh, the, the confidence the swagger the 
they're clicking on basically all cylinders. A few defensive things they've got to clean up. We'll talk to it. Brett says uh, pitchable. Yeah, Hunter nailed that one, didn't he? Uh, Kenny says don't agree with throwing Brandon Johnson there, but what a game. You know, I assume, I mean, he threw, he threw 19 pitches. Uh, so he's perfectly fine to, to give you a long outing on Wednesday. I, I can't help but wonder if Mike went to Johnson because he didn't throw last weekend. Almost a we-need-to-keep-you-sharp kind of situation. You know what I mean? Um, because he didn't throw in the Super Regional. So if you didn't throw him tonight, you'd go, what, two and a half weeks from throwing a competitive inning Maybe in, in Bianco's mind it was, hey, look, you know, it's one inning. His pitch count will be low. It won't affect anything for Wednesday night. Let's get him some reps, some live reps, because he hadn't had him in a while. That would be my guess. Uh, Rebel Dude says, uh, Ole Miss by damn. Peyton says, Borky pinched me. I must be dreaming. Ole Miss makes it Omaha and is one win away from playing for a national championship. Got to be a dream. Well, that's the thing, man. You're not dreaming. And, you know, I, I saw people, and I understand why. Look, it's, you know, it's the internet, people having fun, whatever. Fans are nervous, understandably so. Trust me. I'm not mocking the people that were nervous, even in the ninth. But, but when I saw people saying, like, I'll never be comfortable during an Ole Miss game, I was like, I was thinking to myself, reading that, you should be. This this team, this postseason, is different. And I was texting a friend about that a second ago. Just, you know, the, the turnaround. Everybody talks about the turnaround. Rightfully so. Happened somewhere around Fayetteville, where this team started playing better baseball. And, and what was that? Was it... You know, a a, t- a players-only meeting. Well, that doesn't snap your fingers and turn around and play like this. Uh, was it some lineup tinkering? Maybe that had something to do with it. Figuring out the pitching was the most important thing. But th- there's there are some things that I don't like talking about because I like to be able to quantify my arguments. I don't like speaking in what is it platitudes in that in that what it's called where where it's just kind of like an opinion that i can't back up with with fact somewhere along the way i don't think it's a a lineup thing pitching got better but it's not even that it's something has gone on upstairs with those guys uh that is causing them to to play differently that the raw talent's always been there always been there that's why the team was so disappointing in march and april and half of May because the talent was always there, but something has happened with the psyche, the mentality, whatever you want to call it with this team that is causing them to have unlocked this potential. It can't just be a players only meeting. It can't just be tinkering with the lineup and it can't just be pitchers. There's something else going on. I've said it every, after every game at this point, they are in complete and total control. They have never looked uncomfortable. They've never looked shook. They've never looked rattled. And the buzzword for Ole Miss baseball, they've never looked tight at any point, at any moment. Even today, where Arkansas got those two runs back to cut it back to one, they, they just went out and were like, all right, and just responded and did it again. Um, there, there's, it's, it's up here. This team has got something figured out up here. 
and for those of you listening in podcast form, I'm pointing to my head. It's a mentality thing for them. They have figured something out upstairs, this this confidence, whatever you want to call it, they're playing with. It, it, I can't quantify it, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You see it. There, there's an edge that they have developed. And maybe it was going through adversity this season. Maybe it was playing really bad and having people talk about your coach's job and not showing up to games in some cases, like you had smaller crowds than you're used to. And, you know, Maybe all that just loosened them up some. I don't know. Williams asking if they or if they're pitching Delusha on Wednesday. Absolutely not. They should not. Uh, they will have a totally rested bullpen. Um, I, I wouldn't start Derek Diamond, but even if they do, they've got plenty of arms to relieve him if needed. No, you you only pitch Delusha if it comes to an if necessary game on Thursday. You do not throw him on Wednesday because that jeopardizes using him for the championship series. And, you know, you're you're not just there to win a couple of games and smile and wave and move on. You're there to win a championship. Pitching to Lucia on Wednesday really jeopardizes your chance at, uh, at winning a championship. T says, I think Brandon Johnson just needed to throw, hadn't played since Miami and had the game away. Yeah. Bill in here just pumped up. Love it. Jason, a state fan, is happy for the state of Mississippi. That would be pretty wild going back to back like that. Uh, Gaddis or Diamond, he suggests, on Wednesday. Yeah, one of those two, something like that. Um, I would consider starting Doherty. I think that would be um, – that would certainly be a fine choice there as uh, as well. Memphis Rebel says, now I'm interested in Wednesday. I was never worried about the first two games. It was the third game I'm worried about. I feel you. How do I think that the Mississippi State fan base will react if Ole Miss wins the whole thing? It depends on what segment of the fan base you're talking about. The people online on Twitter and stuff won't handle it well. A particular media person won't handle it well. Um, the the fans, you know, that you encounter in real life won't like it, but they'll be fine. They've got one too, you know. Lane says, this is what this team was supposed to be all season. Absolutely. I can't, I mean, th- this is what the offense was supposed to be. Um, and, and they, they, now they're doing everything right. They're hitting for power. You had a couple of home runs tonight. Elko's was an absolute freaking tank bomb. So you, they hit for power. They hit in the gaps. They hit down the lines. They stole bases. They had singles. They, they had the bottom of the order. Harris had three hits tonight. Uh, Wood had a hit. You had the top of the order. So, so they're dangerous now top to bottom, and they, they spray it all over the park. They take pitches. They're, they're getting walked more. Their at-bats are better. This is what the offense was always supposed to be. It took them long enough, but they're here, which is, is really what matters. Does, this, uh, does Bianco de-emphasize the SEC tournament from now on? He should. He should. Absolutely. I mean – Ray Tanner at South Carolina didn't give a damn about the SEC tournament. It was get us out of here as fast as possible. Um, he should. And, and for for fans, you should never care, unless it keeps you out of the tournament, I guess, out of the big tournament. But I, I don't care about what happens in Hoover anymore. Almost hope your team loses. As Kyle Peterson said tonight, um, 
the the SEC teams that are left didn't win a game in Hoover. None of them. Who do I think Ole Miss should hope to see in game three? Uh, Auburn. I, I think you want Auburn to, to win tomorrow night. Um, just doesn't have the lineup that Arkansas does. Bill wants to see Doherty start over Diamond. I, I think that would be a, a very good decision. Uh, Paul, is uh, Arkansas fan, says, congrats, Ole Miss. They were just a better team. Woo, pig, suey. Appreciate that, Paul. Thanks for hanging out. Justin says, HYDR, I can't, I kept thinking bad things until I got up, until they got up by seven. I'm going to go if they win on Wednesday. I've heard that from a lot of people that, you know, if they get to the championship series, they're, they're going to go take over that, uh, that town. Layton says, 2 0 is a fantastic place to be in Omaha. The odds of Ole Miss playing for a championship is way up there. They just have to keep playing hot. Yeah, I think their confidence is going to be just fine. Come uh, come Wednesday, but yeah, the odds are absolutely in their favor. I mean, you saw what Dave Van Horn did tonight. He was just panicked. I mean, and the, the, his whole pitching strategy was. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Dave Van Horn was thinking tonight, but that shows you how little confidence he has in his bullpen right now. Now he's got to pitch an extra game uh, to get there. Kenny says. Uh, I think you should root for Auburn because they don't want Connor Nolan. Yeah, you might see Nolan on Wednesday. That's possible. Um, that's that's really short rest, though. I think you'd be okay. It's really short rest. Ramsey says it feels like a dream. Ole Miss has put themselves in the driver's seat. Got to cheer for Auburn if you to Arkansas. I agree there. I agree there. Memphis Trouble says I think they're going to start going to Omaha in – normally routine consistency. See, people said that after 14 as well, but th- this feels different. Mike Bianco's talking different, even than he did in 14. Something has changed. How big will it be for the state of Mississippi in baseball if Ole Miss, Ole Miss wins it all? Oh, I mean, it, indescribably huge. And, and then soon you've got it to where baseball is going to be a full scholarship sport. So you're going to have two national champions in a, in a state that doesn't have um, like lottery money or, or much scholarship academic aid or anything like that. Let baseball become a full scholarship sport and see what happens. Kevin Graham is who you're thinking of, Jason. He's a guy that got hurt, uh, came back, took him a little while to come on, and uh, tonight had a couple of hits. Uh, he's been really, really good uh, lately. That's who you're thinking of. I honestly don't know. I assume Ole Miss would be the home team on Wednesday. They should, but I don't know. Alan says, uh, Tim Elko warned people not to let the Rebels get hot. Well, yeah. And uh, and they were wrong. Or, excuse me. Or, or they let it happen. Yeah, Mike's got some options. I assume it's going to be a matchup thing. I mean, they're going to scout that game tomorrow and they've already got great scouting reports on both teams anyway, but they're going to look closely at that game tomorrow and who wins and make their determination there. It's not something that Mike's going to decide, I don't think, until after the game tomorrow night. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why. I'm trying to keep it a little low-key because, uh, I mean, my walls are thin, right? Like, I live in a house that's older than me, and it wasn't built particularly well, if you catch my drift. And... These walls are thin, and right past that picture is uh, is his little bed. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep it low, as low-key as I can. 
is this putting more pressure on Kermit? That's an interesting question. I think the pressure is already big enough to where this doesn't matter. Um, Ole Miss needs to be hungry now, not big headed. I don't think you have to worry about that with a team that is, uh, that is this filled with veterans. I, I don't, I don't think you have to worry about that. It's a fair, um, fair concern though. Absolutely. Corey says Elko continues to impress every game talented dude with a wonderful attitude. Um, that's, that's the thing, Corey. And that's why it, I, you know, statues are an interesting thing. And, and Ole Miss has, what, two statues on campus? What is it, Coolidge Ball and, and Johnny Vaught? So it's a very rare thing. I said even last year that, that Tim Elko needs to be immortalized, whether it's a statue, whether it's a plaque, whether it's something named after him in the stadium. Because it's not just that he's been a really good player and a really good kid and, like, a, a model representative for your school, right? Like he, he is exactly what, what you want in somebody that represents you as a person and as a player. But then you have the story, like you have the home run record and the production. And then you have the story, the tearing the ACL and just playing on it, you know, just, just playing on it. Give me a brace. I'm good. Um, the COVID season, the losing a starting job and sticking it out, all that stuff that comes with it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be stuck with this mustache and that's okay. That's uh that's okay. All right. 18 minutes in, I haven't talked about Hunter Elliott yet. Uh, so here I'm, I'm going to go radio guy here for a little bit. I'm going to build a narrative sort of, sort of. Um, usually it, the, the day I get my own show, I'll do like an opening monologue every day. Here's a very abbreviated, um, one right now. Hunter Elliott tonight. He was great, but in a different way. So when people use that word, and we use it a lot in sports, right? We use greatness a lot. He was great. That was a great game. And I think, honestly, we overuse it. But when we're talking about players in particular, there's a difference between playing great, having a great game, and being a great player. There are a lot of guys that are capable of having great games. And then there are great players. And Hunter Elliott tonight, to me, defined what a great player is. Because greatness is not what you're like when everything's going well. When you feel good, your warm-up went well, you're pitching well, everybody behind you's playing well, you're winning, it's all good. That's not what makes somebody great. It was... Tonight, games like this, when you don't have your best stuff, and tonight he didn't have his best stuff, it's when you give up a couple of runs on bad defense. Kevin Graham deserves a break. He couldn't see the ball, but that should have been a third out, and that runner should have never been on because of a play that Gonzalez should have made. Another run was scored by a guy that should have never been on because of a play that Gonzalez should have made. So he didn't have his best stuff. He didn't have good defense around him. He had early adversity. He had a high pitch count early in the game. 
and what did he do? That, guys, is is greatness. That is what greatness is. It is who are you, what are you, when you don't have your best? How do you handle when things go poorly, when it's not perfect, when things aren't in sync, when you don't have your best? What happens? And tonight, what happened to Hunter Elliott? Six and a third, only struck out four. Again, didn't have his best stuff. One earned run against that lineup, that Arkansas lineup filled with a bunch of dudes. Guys, power, gap ability, speed, top to bottom in that lineup. And he didn't have his best stuff. He was not sharp. He gave up a couple of runs that should have never been on the board. And what did he do? He didn't even show a negative emotion. Didn't shake his head. Not that they showed in the broadcast anyway. Didn't shrug. Didn't get a strike three call that he should have gotten. Didn't gesture to the umpire. A freshman. Facing up all that stuff. College World Series. Great lineup. Bad defense behind him. Struggling early. And what did he do? That's greatness. Hunter Elliott tonight was great because he is. There's not any need for caveats with him anymore. There's no need for qualifiers. For a freshman, he's really good. He's going to be this. He already is. He already is. Bench, by the way, Harris, unbelievable. Both of those guys. Getting that production that you got from Harris on the bottom of your lineup is unique. I mean, this this team, this offense right now is, again, it's being exactly who everybody thought they were going to be, and it's top to bottom. I think that's what's most important. It's that pitchers now don't get a single break now when you're facing Ole Miss. There isn't one. I mean, you know, people you you could look at the numbers and say it would be Wood, but He's been productive. He's getting on base. He had a hit. And then yet again, because Hunter Elliott battled through and got into the seventh, you have a completely and totally intact bullpen for your win and go to the championship series game on Wednesday. Saturday went perfectly for you in that regard, and that's why tonight Mike Bianco could have thrown any single one of his pitchers. He didn't have to because of the score. And tonight, you got to have a bullpen game for your closer, and you got Mason Nichols some work, probably going to start Doherty on Wednesday. Your bullpen now is entirely intact for Wednesday. Saturday went perfectly because of the start you got from DeLucia. Tonight went perfectly because Hunter Elliott battled through some adversity that he really shouldn't have faced to begin with. He should have been out of a couple innings that he wasn't. But because he did that, and because Delusia did that, Wednesday you are full stocked. Only Delusia and Elliot can't give you innings on Wednesday. Everybody else is full go for as long as you need them to. So it wasn't just that you win. It wasn't just that you're in the driver's seat now and Arkansas and Auburn have to play again tomorrow and then again on Wednesday. It's that all of those things are true, plus you are as rested as you possibly could be. 
Who would you want to face in the national championship series? Is it Notre Dame? Oklahoma's offense would scare me. But if you look at the other side of the bracket, you've got the better pitchers than all of them. I mean, look, guys, I'm not going to say it. I'm not. But right now, Ole Miss is the most complete team left. The way they're playing right now, they are the most complete team left. Can they maintain that and still be it? We'll have to see. But after everybody's played two games, Ole Miss is the most complete team left. So, I mean, I guess I'd rather see A&M. That's what I'd really rather see. But the game would take five and a half hours because Schlossnagel plays the worst brand. He, his team plays the worst brand of baseball I've ever seen. It, it is it is absolutely freaking horrendous what they do. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's Texas A&M in a perfect world. But I, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters because I think you match up well and, and are better than all of them. But Oklahoma's offense scares me the most. Need to see 15 innings tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that would be ideal. Going to extras. Um, I mean, hell, Van Horn used, what, seven pitchers? Two, three, four, five, six, seven pitchers tonight. He doesn't know what the hell to do. I mean, he's in scramble mode. How much fun is this? Yeah, man, it's a, a lot more fun than what we would be talking about with far less people uh, watching this time of year without baseball. That's for sure. Imagine if Ole Miss had Delusia, Nikhazy, and Elliott this year. Good Lord. Um, yeah, they wouldn't have lost at all. Um, yeah, Elko didn't have his best days at the one of his best days at the plate anyway, but that home run was a tank. Um, yeah. So, is that all I got? I think that's all my notes. It is late, so I appreciate you guys staying up and, and hanging on. Um, if you guys have anything else, go ahead and drop it in the uh, in the comments here, because I don't want to hang up on you if if I'm missing something. Um, yeah, saved arms again. Bench Harris were were exceptional. This is the lineup that you expected to see from Ole Miss, and they're doing it in all different ways. Elko did deserve a home run in Omaha. I think Gonzalez's hit was important as well because he's quite frankly paid played, excuse me, um, some pretty bad defense so far in, in Omaha and, and maybe getting a couple of hits tonight will, will calm him down a little bit because he's better than he's looked. He's absolutely better than he's looked. So maybe that will calm him down uh, a little bit. He, uh, he needed that. Um, and it's just seeing TJ McCants play, uh, makes me happy. Uh, yeah, I like seeing him play for uh, a lot of reasons, but Oh yeah, Garrett. They're going to wear navy on uh, on Wednesday as uh, as well. They're they're going to keep wearing that until they lose, um, and they may not. So uh, we will see. William says, "I told you the Rebels were going all the way last time. The Steelers won the Super Bowl. They were a wild card team. Everyone wrote off. Well, yeah, 
consider people wanted Bianco gone just three weeks ago. And here, here's the thing, man. This is this is what I try to keep telling people because I've had a, a few people say things like, um, it was guys like you that were talking about his his job and all that. Uh, if their name wasn't called Monday, it was done. That's what makes this run so exciting and fun to to talk about. Is it was done? the The, the team felt dead. This team was dead. They were. They got thrown a bone by the selection committee, and look at them now. Um, it's not just that they wanted it to happen; they were going to get their wish. Had there not been a favorable selection show. And look at what they've done with it. And I said that day, if you guys remember, that they have the personnel, they had the personnel to do this. I, I called it a gift. What are they going to do with that gift? They have the personnel to take advantage and look at what they've done. But none of none of that matters now. I, I don't want to honestly I don't want to talk about that anymore. Because those people were right in, in their frustration. They were absolutely right in their frustration. But but also that kind of I don't know. I, I just I think that spoiling the joy and even the people that were frustrated should be allowed to to have the joy of, of this as well. You know what I mean? Uh because it was perfectly rational and fine and normal to be frustrated with what was going on. Those people that were frustrated should be allowed to celebrate. Because this is this is really cool and unique. And Mike Bianco deserves so much credit, man. I mean, he calls every pitch. The guys are executing the pitches, but he's calling them. So he's calling good games. He's pulling the right strings with his lineup. He's managed the pitchers well so far in the postseason. He's done an excellent job, an excellent job this postseason. And in years past, the criticism has been, you know, they're tight or whatever, and whatever strings he's pulling, they are none of – all of the criticisms are now invalid because of what they've done here. It's been pretty special. It has been pretty, pretty special. And uh, we'll see if they can continue it. But anyway, uh, I'm going to hang it up. It is late. Don't forget to like the video while you're here. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to get to bed because I got a lot of work to do in the morning. So um, anyway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Huge, obviously, huge win for Ole Miss. The odds are, are incredibly in their favor right now. Uh, to advance to the championship series starting on Saturday. Um, they're in the driver's seat. We'll find out tomorrow night who they play coming up on Wednesday. I'll see you guys Wednesday night immediately after the game, just like this one. So subscribe if you haven't already. And I will be fired up live with you on Wednesday night to react to whatever happens. I'll see you guys then. Enjoy your night. Go have a beer. Go celebrate however you feel like it. Um, Try to focus at work tomorrow, as hard as that might be. And uh, I'll see you guys on Wednesday night. No, Bill, thank you. Don't thank me. Don't thank me. Thank you for uh, hopping on and uh, and watching. I appreciate you. And uh, I'll see you guys on Wednesday night. Y'all have a good one. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.